audio end. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. In today's episode, I sit down in studio with Eric Fashnat of Pathfinder Marketing, and we recap a powerful day in sales. It was awesome, off the chain. And the goal here was to give you the information pretty much within an hour of us finishing up the last estimate so it can be as authentic and real as possible and give you the tools that you may need to uh, to hit that next level in your sales process. So tune in uh, right now. Again, Eric in-house. Uh, and if you want to watch the video of this, you can go to the Painting Contractors group. It's somewhere at the top. And you can check out uh, both of us in action in the studio uh, covering the sales process. Contractors all over the world are wanting more, more time, more freedom, more impact. The way we do this is through implementing systems, processes, standards. Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Here we hit business strategy, coaching, mindset, motivation, the tools you need for success. So strap in, listen up, and get ready to grow on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. I got the man, the myth, the legend, Eric, the Pathfinder marketing guru in the studio today. Good day today. So he came into town. Um, we wanted to uh, kind of just go over the sales process that I do in my painting business. And uh, I don't know, man, let's recap a little bit. So it was funny because last week we went 0 for 4, right? Last Friday. And, you know, before that, I'm prepping, right? I'm trying to get this guy, you know, some good opportunities. So when we go, you know, we have a lot to talk about. And, man, dude, it felt like we just hit brick wall after brick wall, right? And it was kind of discouraging. I'm like, damn, man, you know, I wanted to really, like, show out, right? But today, totally different story, man. So let's start off with, um, you know, kind of preface it. Maybe you can start with some takeaways. Because part of this is we wanted to kind of, you know, reflect back on it. First things first, always give value, help out kind of dissect some of the things we learned today so you could take some of that information, put it into your own business, sell more jobs, grow your company. Um, but one of the things was kind of like, Eric did not expect this, but I was like, you know what? First estimate of the day today, you're doing it. Just go in the house. Let's kind of recap that. Man. Yeah, that? I was thrown off guard. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it was fun. Uh, it's it funny because like we were literally like pulling up to the house too. We were talking about something else. We were like yeah, talking about drip yeah. jobs and marketing and like other completely unrelated things. So I was literally like standing out of the car. I was like, "What's the person's name?" Uh, like walking into the house, uh, knew nothing about it. But it but it was fun. Um, I mean, great lead, right? Not not a not a difficult one by any means. Um, really really nice, really nice lady and her daughter. Um, it was fun, dude. I just. Yeah, I, I, was, I was just having a good time out there. Yeah, like, like right off the bat, you could tell the lady was super excited. She had like three dogs in her hand. And I'm kind of like inconspicuously like in the car, yeah. kind of like don't look at me, you know, and kind of watching the approach. And um, there was some hot buttons there that even like even though they were cool, like you still got to earn the sale, right? 100%. Like, what were the that would have like we were talking about this and, and we'll circle back to it. That also would have been an easy sale to lose. 100%. Right. Eas easily yeah, could have. Easily. Um, but yeah, even though they were like super fun and engaging, like they were talkers, right? They wanted to talk a lot. Um, but there were some hot buttons, right? She she comes outside. She's like, yeah, let me show you around. It was an exterior. She comes and brings, uh, you know, some color swatches and everything. And she's talking to me about which one she's not sure. She, she wants an expert's opinion. Right. This is literally what she said. I didn't tell you this part yet, but she was like, I want an expert's opinion. She's like asking me as the expert, right? She doesn't know. Like I'm a marketer just in disguise undercover. Um, but what I do, 
I'm not going to be able to tell her the different shades of gray and like what would look good with this new brick she picked out, whatever. So pawned it off. It was like, I think a lot of these are really good choices. However, Donna, our color consultant, or I said decorator, because that's the verbiage you always use. Yeah. Um, I was like, Donna, our decorator is going to be come out. We actually will actually do a, com- a color consult for you. Um, you know, ran her through that, and she just lit up. She's completely lit up night and day. She was like, oh, wow, yeah. And then once I saw that that made such an impact for her, I got to go in on it even further, right? And go, exactly. Because just like you're concerned about these different colors and the light hits over here and doesn't, and then she's like, exactly. We have the east and the west side, whatever. Like things I didn't even know. She's like, we have this side and this yeah. side. Like, exactly. It's going to look a little different. So she'll come in and make sure yeah. you guys have the perfect yeah. color. Like meant the world to her. Meant the world. Found that pain point. And it's like some people, especially if you're in the paint game, you could be in really any remodeling game, right? It could be somebody struggling with the shingle style on a roof or the type of flooring or the paint color, right? That solution gets resolved instantly when you pass it on to a professional that focuses on design and decor. So having that major key. Next thing with this specific customer had a, had a brand new roof. So right off the bat, when Eric came in and told me that, I said, okay, cool. What we want to do is emphasize the care and concern that we'll have surrounding painting the fascia on the new roof. There's another variable. She had some bricks in the front of her house and all the new bricks that she was going to have installed were sitting in the driveway, right? So this was a pending project. We knew that there was a little bit of urgency there. And the crazy thing is, is that, you know, this customer was excited. They found us on Google. So they had a little bit of, I would say, you know, they were wanted us more than maybe someone else just seeing the reputation. Yeah. But it would have been so easy to leave. Yeah. And like, I didn't even actually tell you, tell you this part too, but yeah, when I came back in, right. Um, after building the estimate with you, I asked about that. Um, you know, the brick thing, cause you were like, ideally you want to paint before the brick, uh, goes up. And I asked her about that. Um, and she said she had a guy coming for the estimate today. Um, but that she was pretty confident he'd be able to get her in like in a few weeks or whatever. Cause he was actually going to like South Carolina. It's like really sought after sure. brick guy. I don't know if you know him in the area, but this really sought after brick guy that was going to South Carolina. But it became one of those points where then I got to then enter as the expert and go, that's actually perfect. Ideally, we want to do the paint right. before the brick. Right. We have an opening in three weeks. That timeline yeah. will actually work out perfectly. Yeah, travel agent right. mentality, right? So in other words, like you can figure out your vacation on your own or you can have someone do it all for you. And that's kind of the way I want to approach sales is like, yeah. in other words, like, okay, well you can figure out colors on your own or we can have a, we have a solution for that. Or you can figure out timing and you can figure out, you know, man- maneuvering all these projects, or we can give you the solution in terms of an exact date we can start, how long it's going to take and what you can expect. So when you go, when you meet with that guy, he's like, Hey, the painter said they're going to be here within about three weeks. Can you come in four weeks? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Well, and also like talk about also building trust. She was like, why do like that? She was like, oh, like I had no idea. Right. And I kind of explained what you explained to me a few minutes earlier yeah, about like yeah. why we want to paint before the brick or whatever. And boom, there was yeah. trust. She's like, oh, wow. Like I didn't know that. Right. 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 Same about the roof too. What, what Tanner was saying. Um, I, I was telling him this earlier. Right. I mentioned how like we're going to cover the roof, make sure it's protected because you can't get paint off a roof, et cetera. And initially she's like, oh, like she's like kind of give me this hand motion. This look like, oh, like who cares if you get paint on the roof? Right. So then I gave a little bit of an example. I was like, well, the last thing we want is somebody spraying the fascia and they slip and you get this huge smear of white paint on the roof that'll never come off. And then it like hit that pain point. And she was like, wow, like, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just really just emphasizing, you know, and separating. Right. So, you know, the gist of this and the reason why this is such a good example is because like instead of focusing on, you know, the product in other words like all the details of the paint job it was more so 
focusing on the process and focusing on things that were valuable to the customer. The only way you can find that out is you ask, what's the story and open up the conversation of colors and provide solutions. So at the end of the day, you garnish so much trust. It's almost like you're, you're my choice, you know, regardless of what your price is, as long as it's not crazy, you know, it can still be more than the competition. I want to go with you because it's convenient. And I want to go with you because I know that if you're doing this, I don't have to think about it, right? So that's what we want to convey. But what was interesting, and I said this before, you know, the last kind of segment of this, you know, conversation was, he could have gotten all that information, everything, and we could have drove home and emailed the quote, right? Absolutely. And there could have been a gap of time, you know, kids might have got crazy at home, dinner, exhausted, maybe don't even send it till tomorrow. All that excitement that was built. Her getting so excited about the color Gone. consultation. And what does that give? Time to think. Well, we didn't even get to go on a vacation this year, right? Yep. <laughs> We're going to spend four grand on a paint job. So capitalizing on that excitement, building off of the momentum was key. And I think walked away with a check. I mean, he's 100% closing ratio. He's <laughs> right never not closed the job that you did a painting estimate for. Um, the second one that we did was like a commercial one. Nothing other than, you know, not really talk about that. But the third one was solid. Mm -hmm. That was a lady who had got us from word of mouth. Um, she was really interesting scenario. 16 years, not a drop of paint was put on both the inside and, still and the still in outside. great shape. Yeah, like, great it was shape. in great shape. Yeah, yeah. Decent. I mean, for 16 years. Especially, I mean, yeah. Grandkids in and out of the house. And it's like, I talk about this too. You have individuals that are finally ready to clean up their house in a way that's going to be pristine so obviously you heard me when it came to talking about the paint you can bang into it right you saw yeah. me do the mr miyagi on the wall in terms of wiping <laughs> the wall with a wet rag you know those of you painting contractors laughing at that because you always hear well can i have something that's washable right you hear mm -hmm. that all the time so for me knowing that this is her opportunity to get clean durable paint you know i want to hit on that hard i can only ask and emphasize that value if I ask the right questions. What's the story? For me, it was just hearing the story about her grandkids. How many times she mentioned her grandkids? Oh yeah, every every mark on the wall. The house. Every mark on the wall, she pointed out. She was like, I used to have a, a bed here where the grand that was the story. Yeah. Like it was yeah. there used to be a bed here, somebody used to be here, yeah. somebody used to visit and work there. And yeah. yeah. You know, but what was interesting was is that even though that this was a big job, you know, you you know, you, you had to organize it in a way to make it to where you could sell it on the spot, right? So, you know, when you're doing these estimates, if you notice, like for me, I'm leading the way. I'm not letting them dictate oh, yeah. how the estimate goes, right? And I think some of us get in the habit of that. And it's easy to, right? You kind of easy. just let them do the tour. They tell you what they want. And, you know, you kind of get confused and you don't send the, you send the estimate and it's not, no. When I come in a house... We're the professionals, you called us. This is how we're gonna do it. Okay, what do you want done initially? Okay, here's what we can offer you. And you kind of build off of there, build your value around that because the whole time I'm walking through there, I'm thinking, how am I gonna present this in a yep. way that makes sense for them to make a decision today? Right? And, and it's really easy to get off track, um, especially like, especially I think when you have people like that first one that I had where they're, they're talkers. Right. It was funny when we were when we were out back it they were telling me about off track. It was super easy and let them get take control of it. Right. right? And there yeah. was that moment kind of, where let's get back on the train. There was track. that moment in that first one where um like they were I didn't even have to ask, you know, what's the story and it, she just started telling me, right? It was telling me all about this. Um and we're in the back and she's like, Okay, we'll do your thing. I was like I literally had to be like, Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Yeah. 
when was the last time you had, have you had this painted yet since yeah. you've been here? When was the last time, have you ever hired a professor and, and get some of the extra yeah. info, found other pain points, and then those came, became helpful when right. I was actually right. in the house. So yeah. it is easy, stick to your process, right. which is key. Yeah, and, and some of us, and we're all guilty of this, is we get deviated so much from the objective, which is to sell the job, right? And we go off on tangents and you know, you're there for way longer than you need to be. And it's like, you gotta understand, you gotta have the right questions, you gotta build the right value. You don't wanna sell in the wrong direction. I use this example all the time. If you go into a painting estimate, and let's say the person's kinda of reserved, they don't, they just say, hey, yeah, I'd like to get it painted. They're not trained to give you the answers you need. But then again, you don't ask what the story was. But let's say the story was that they're getting ready to sell the house. And then you go through the entire process talking about how great duration or emerald paint is and how durable it is and you take my advice and do the miyagi on the wall no, and the guy's yeah. looking at you like well, i don't need all that man i just want to get it sold right so having that process in place is going to keep you organized it's going to allow you to be fluid with your sales pitch because it's going to change based off of the desires the needs the wants of the customer and then you're going to be able to be organized enough to present a proposal so Th that's what happened, right? Yeah. And, and just a different example of it from a different industry that I think everybody can understand. I give this one a lot is, um, and it's, it's a popular one, right? If you, if somebody went to a car lot, right. And they're looking at a Corvette, right. And the car salesman comes up and doesn't ask any questions and is just telling them how great the car is because it's so fast and it's so this and, oh, it's so much fun. It throws you back in your seat and then comes to find out he's buying it for his daughter. <laughs> He's not going to buy that car because, right. and they didn't, they were selling the wrong direction about the speed and the acceleration, yeah. not like how it's, it's safe, right? How like this <laughs> is the, a good one, actually. It's, it's a great, it's, it's an easy, it's an right easy there. example to, to contextualize just in a, in a different industry, yeah. but this, the same Girl, I'm case. Taking, I'm going to use that somewhere. If you hear this on this <laughs> podcast, I'm, I'm gonna, that's a really good example. Um, and that's just all has to do with being inquisitive in the beginning. I mean, you know, that's just how you can get the information you need. And what we're looking for is ways to sell to that specific customer because we care. You know, and that's really what it comes down to. If you're a manipulative salesperson, then you're doing it to manipulate. But if you're a care, you know, driven salesperson, you want to do what's best for your customer, then you do it because you truly want to be able to provide value in a way that benefits them the most for their dollar. So you got to look at it like that. Um, what were some of your takeaways? Like when you saw how I kind of approached that, you know, yeah, first of all, big job, right? Twenty. 800 square feet interior ceiling walls trim doors whole house exterior walls trim doors soften and fascia we did it within 30 minutes yeah eighteen thousand dollar job closed and signed on the spot checks over there what were some of your takeaways um you know it was really interesting i, I was i was telling you this right um on the estimate I did, a lot of the like selling to some of the pain points, like not getting pain on the roof, some of those other things, they had to come when I was inside the house afterwards because I didn't have a choice because some of it was product knowledge I just didn't quite know yet as far as how your company did things, et cetera, right? Um, but you had the really cool part of, especially on a big project as we're walking, I mean, how long was that tour? That was probably like a 10 minute tour. I mean, 15 minute yeah, tour. We, yeah. we were there for a while. Yeah. But you got the opportunity then to point a lot of things out and at least sell slightly on those right there in, yep. in that moment. We're looking at the crack outside right now. Yep. We're looking at the roof yep. and being able to sell those. So I thought that was really cool, which obviously just comes with you knowing your product and your company, right, right, right. which is great. The other part, like I, I love I loved the clothes, right? It wasn't quite as, as maybe easy as the one I had, right, where it took a little bit of that. Just It wasn't difficult by any means, but just knowing what to do, right? Presenting the price. And then it was the silent close. 
right? And we, we talked about this afterward. It was a silent close. We presented everything. We went through it on drip jobs. Everything was super smooth. Um, and then presented it, and you just sat there. You just looked at her. All right, so that's looked, funny because we were just laughing that when I was in that moment, and Eric's to my right, and I'm present, I presented the interior quote. It was like 11.6, and then the exterior quote was like 7,300. When I ended the interior quote, I'm thinking, man, she probably thinks this is a lot. And I, I even I felt that. I said that in my brain. I did too. He felt it mm -hmm. based off of the You could way. tell her facial reaction. When she was looking at the next one, she was like, okay. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. She was like, she like was like, okay, all right. You know, like, okay. Like, and then I'm like, oh God, I have an We're gonna extra. Add I got an extra eight, eight grand to this. on the exterior. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how this is going to go, but I had to shut all that up. He said it. He even thought it, that she thought mm -hmm. that. We can't think what other people are thinking. We don't know what's in their bank account. Right? We don't know how much value they place on this project. And if there was a metric to measure how much value they placed on it before I got there, after I got there, I made it even more valuable, showing yeah. them things they didn't notice, right? Absolutely. Cracks, washability, process, master bedroom. What this. was their question? Can we be here while you're painting? Not only can you be here, we're going to make sure that the master bedroom's done the first day. Huge. Right. So if there was some concerns, we tried to address those. But really what came down to was presented the price. Tried my best to be quiet. There you did. A, no, I, you, I mean, you nailed it. You didn't say dude, anything. I wanted to talk. I, after I presented both, I was going to be like, well, what do you think? Like how we all naturally want to do. We want to like fill that gap of silence. And I knew like partially because he was there. I wanted to kind of be on my best behavior and it helped <laughs> because I knew that like the silent close was good. And then she kind of just turned to her husband and said, well, you want to do it? Like nothing better. Right. Those of you have been in that situation and he's like, let's do it. And it's like, okay, cool. Let's do it. Let's get the checkbook out. Get sign this. And it's like, you know, again, like, again, when I reflect back on that, I'm like, I was this close to talking and giving up things unnecessarily. Yep. You know? And it's almost Absolutely. like we, we got that you we would have put other things in her brain, would have created questions, et cetera. Right. And exactly. then it would have created confusion. And it was like, no, I went through this entire proposal. I'm confident. I told you how long this was going to take. I told you how many people were going to be here. You have heard of me from a friend. So you know that I have some credibility. This isn't a risk. There wasn't much questions she had left. Right. Yeah. And typically, what did you what do you say on your videos? A confused buyer? What? Oh, a confused buyer always says no. Right. So in other words, like. If you're not spending time asking questions to provoke responses that help them show you what their concerns are, then you're leaving the house with a confused buyer still. Questions of a confused buyer would be what? There's so many. Give me, give me a couple, bro. <laughs> um, when, when are you going to be here? Um, Can I trust you? <laughs> you I know? mean, right. A lot, a lot of those. Right. But, but when are you guys going to be here? Um, what what's the timeline how long is it going to take to finish can i be here while can you're i painting? be here right great yep. do we need to get a hotel right how many people if are going to be in my house that, are you guys going to cover the but, floors but honestly are you guys going to move the furniture yeah, yeah. so many yeah, yeah. Th there was a lot there right are you going to move the furniture oh are you going to cover the floor do we need to move pictures do you, like you need to be almost robotic in your approach to outline all of the concerns and if you're not a student of your own game and you don't know that everyone typically has the same concerns based on the job type. That's why I tell people who are doing cabinets 100%. and are doing interior next to your painting and are doing epoxy and drywall. It's like, bro, not only do you have to have a different sales, marketing, and, and production process, you've got to learn how to master the concerns of each one of those projects. In other words, like people who are getting their cabinets done have a different concern than people who are getting house painting. Why? Because they can't use their kitchen. 
So they got to figure out ways to go out to eat for that week. Yeah. They got to, you know what I'm saying? So like that's a and different set of value that you need to be emphasizing if you're selling those different services. And and here's a hack, at least uh, what I found. Not not to just plug drip jobs too hardcore, but on drip jobs, right? When that, so you that can plug proposal. It here. All right, yeah, we're plugging. This is what it. This is. <laughs> <laughs> but but on drip jobs, right? Okay, so I go I go into this house, right? I've known Tanner for a while, so I understand a lot of what his company does, but not every single nook and cranny in detail, right? Um, well, I go in there, and I have this proposal sitting there. So I just touched on each point. And a lot of, you're going to have, yes, like the great word of mouth lead, Explain that deeper, educated, Hold on, because that was important. He doesn't yeah. know the process. So the proposal was you have two things, though. This, this is why it was so helpful. You have the educated buyers that they'll ask you all those questions. Are you going to move furniture, all that sort of stuff? But a lot of them don't know. Right. When I was in there and I'm, I'm going through it, I'm just like reading off. Right. I'm literally reading off the list. I'm like, so we're going to do this. And then, then I sell to He's it. never right? seen our paint jobs before, but he yeah. just read off of our proposal because it was so detailed that he could almost convey that he's been on every single one of our jobs. 100%. Hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We'll be better. I hope we do. You know? Yeah. I was like, and here's a great example of, of the one which, which stood out to me. Right. And I was like, and obviously on, you know, outside we're going to caulk all the windows, tape them off. Right. Make sure there's no paint or any overspray getting on. They lit up. They're like, Oh, thank God. I was hope I wasn't sure if you guys were going to do. I didn't it's ask. They didn't, yeah. they didn't mention it. Right? right. They weren't as sophisticated of a buyer yeah. as yeah. that second one for sure. But because it was on there and I just could follow the same process, those concerns were there here's, already there. Here's an outside point. Okay. Let's say your estimate number three. You don't know who came before you and you don't know what they said. Okay. Yep. So if you have someone that has never gotten their house painted before and isn't maybe the most educated buyer, they may believe whatever's being said by someone who doesn't have their best interest in mind about a certain system or a certain way to do the job or a certain yep. process that they adopt as truth. So when you come and you say something that may be different, that creates confusion. So it's important for you to understand that like your job is to be as systematic as possible in explaining your process as if they've never seen it before. And it's important. What's that one question? Have you ever hired a painting contractor before? Yep. Did you ask that on the first yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. What was yeah. their answer? She said they had. And that okay. it, she said it was a long, long time ago, but it was a pretty good experience. Nothing to write home about, but like it was, it was cool. Right. No pain there. Yeah. Right? No, no pain. Nothing crazy. But what and I would ask so in that scenario, you know, and I, we get this too. Some people have had uh, hired a painting company before. Mm -hmm. It's actually more often than not that they haven't, you know, because a lot of the younger 30, 40s, they try to do it themselves. They do themselves. Yep. And then we become their competition. But anyway, I would say that like, okay, well, hey, do you remember how many people were on the job? Yeah. Oh, it was just one guy. Oh, okay. You know, maybe that's not a big deal to you now, but I just want to let you know, we bring three and let me tell you why that's cool. Because we can spend all the time in the world preparing your house, right? And like, like what we want to do is kind of just help them understand what's different from then and now when we, they see a price that may be three or four times higher than what they paid before. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, especially, I mean, how many, even on like our first day out, like the one guy was like, I've met a contractor here. It's worth a damn. Yeah. Right. And no, oh, they were here forever and all the yeah. cool. So like the, the reason those questions are so important is you find those, those past pain points right now you can sell to those right now. The fact that we're going to have three or four guys out there and it's yeah. only going to take a few the days becomes so much more powerful. It's going to continue to get more competitive. More people are going to adopt this professional way of doing things. But I still think that there's always going to be an opportunity for you to separate yourself by being thorough. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you can be thorough. You don't have to be enthusiastic or you don't have to have charisma or you don't have to be anything outside of what you are. But if you're thorough in your process in terms of what your proposals say about exactly what you're going to do, imagine this. You get two estimates. One guy comes up with a business card, writes the price on it, <laughs> and hands it. It still happens, right? But then we come. We've got branded shirts, mm-hmm. right? We're coming in. We do a very professional walk around. We do ask all the right questions, build a ton of trust. And what we're doing is presenting a proposal that literally showcases them full transparency of what they can expect. And it's like, that is sales. That is how you convince people to trust you. And if, if sales could be another term in the dictionary, it would be just trust. I trust you with my money, with the idea that I'm going to get a return greater than what I believe my money is worth. Absolutely. No one in the history of sales has ever purchased something thinking that they were going to get less than the value. Yeah, nobody ever buys something thinking they're getting ripped off. Right. Nobody's ever like yeah. handing over their credit no card and writing like, a check being no like, this is a you, bad deal. Yeah, <laughs> no one's going to give you a hundred bucks and think, well, I'm only going to get $98 worth of value. Yeah. You know, it's like, if I give you a hundred bucks, I think that I'm getting $101 worth of value because that's important to me. Well, whether it's the same for everyone, maybe not, you know, so good stuff on that one. Yeah. Last one, crown molding guy. Interesting scenario. Oh yeah. Carpenter. Probably a little overwhelmed with it. Oh, I yeah. looked at his work. It wasn't finished. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like half done all over, right? Yeah. Uh, do you want me to call it that? No, no, I got it. I think what happened was is that he ordered the crown molding thinking he was going to do it. Mm-hmm. His wife got on his case and said, it took you three months to get the baseboards, the chair rail, and all the other projects done. And you got this really difficult spot up there with the built-ins. Right. How are you going to figure that out, Joe? I got to call someone, right? Here's, hard to do that. as a, It's hard for that type of homeowner to make the decision, right? Yeah, there's a lot of pride. A lot of pride there, you know. I don't think he wasn't a mean guy. He's very nice. No. But I feel like there was a little pride shift there for somebody. And we ran into those. What do you think about that? Of course. So, actually, question for you. I feel like you did this intentionally, but I, I don't know if you did. Um, he was like He was, like, out working in the yard when we got there. And Carpenter himself, all that, right? He was kind of like running through it quick. Yeah. Right? And I think in a lot of cases, then they force us to run through it quick. Right. And it can hurt the the contractor, the yeah. salesperson that's out there. Yeah. See it all the time on our calls. Yeah. In this case, and I think you read the room perfectly, once we found out he was a carpenter, once we found out some of that little stuff, yeah. then it was like you were like, boom, 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 speeding up and going through it. And I think he appreciated that. And I think that was yeah. one of those rare situations where r- kind of rushing through it, you know, we, we didn't need to talk about all the little details because he, he knew that stuff. He was a carpenter, right? And we just, I mean, what, we were like in like 15 minutes. We were like in and out, yeah. right? It was, yeah. it was super fast. And I think a lot of times yeah. it could have hurt us, but we got a few of those questions. We found out he was the carpenter. And then I think it played to our advantage. I thought that was just a really good, good read on the observation, room. Observation, I think just naturally that was kind of what I found like with that guy. Um, I didn't want to milk it, but I knew that he needed us. Um, it was more of a need-based thing, especially yeah. once he told me that the crown was coming today. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you want us to just give you labor? Perfect. We, we could be here Monday. I mean, here, yeah. what, are we, what are we doing here? Here's the price. Done. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't, it, it, I didn't really have to convince this guy. Number one, I'm there. He called us. We're convenient. I know my carpenters are going to kill it. Um, I had the confidence there, and, I, and, and we locked it in. 2700 you know. We went three for three today. Yeah. Solid. But taking a lot of different approaches, right? First customer was, you know, excited about the longevity of the project. You did a great job building rapport. They wanted an, they wanted an experience. Second oh, customer yeah. wanted durability. 
but also longevity. Wanted to finally have their house looking new again after 16 years of grandkids tearing it up. Mm. Right? So we focused on that. Third guy, speed. Efficiency. Done. What can we gather from this is that everyone buys differently, so you need to sell differently. Right? Sales is a very dynamic game. Dynamic. Right? That's why, like, whenever I'm teaching anything with sales, I, I never give anybody a script. Even appointment setting, like, even calling stuff, it's never a script. It's a framework. Right. Like we, yes, we have some questions, right? Great example. Like we have that, your famous question, what's the story? Okay. Well, when I came into the estimate I had to be dynamic. She just started telling me about stuff. If then she had told me a little bit and then I came in with that question, it would have kind of put her off. It wouldn't have made sense, right? We have to be able to be dynamic and realize what each lead, what each potential customer values so we can alter our process slightly. hundred percent. Yeah. And I think it's just important to get reps in this, understand, you know, when it came for you to close yours, like, were, was there any shadow of a doubt that you were getting a sale there? Oh, no, I 100% knew. I knew it when you were filming the Instagram stories in the car. Yeah, it was a little pressure, but I was just like, I, 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 I knew it five minutes in. Yeah. Like, just absolutely. I was but like, it cool. was almost like, if I do my job here, effectively, I'm going to get the sale, right? And it's like, we've got to capitalize on those easy ones because there's going to be hard ones. And it's like your, your process needs to adjust based off of who you're dealing with. Again, the only way you could do that is by asking the right questions. Yep. You know exactly. A hundred percent. I think agree. it's interesting. You have no product knowledge and you still closed it. <laughs> hey, I got a little bit, but <laughs> a little bit, but I mean, just, yeah. just being able to follow that process and being likable and enthusiastic. Well, and here's the thing. That's one of the things I say all the time to our clients is like, they don't care about like paint and all that stuff. I didn't know what paint they, they asked me when we were walking around the house. They're like, what type, what type paint do you guys use? I knew we used Sherwin Williams, but I didn't know if it was like resilience or super paint or like this or whatever. So it's like Sherwin Williams. And they're just like, Oh great. Perfect. We love Sherwin. That, those know, are the color examples. Great example at. because people really don't care what paint. Most people use. would have gone, Oh, we use this because yeah. of this. And this one's not as good. Don't let somebody else. They don't, yep. they don't care. hundred percent. They just want to know you were confident in your answer that like we use Sherwin Williams because it's, it's the best. I love it. Literally, that's what they said. Yeah. And I was, like, I was like, yeah, yeah, they're the best. That's it. I mean, they are, but like, yeah, you get it. You get it. <laughs> All right. Well, dude, thank you for joining Contractor Seeks Podcast. My name's Tanner. This is Eric. Hopefully, you guys got some value on it. Eric owns Pathfinder Marketing. So if you are interested in getting some marketing for your business, this is your guy. You can find him on Instagram at, at Eric Foz, E-R-I-C-F-O-Z-Z. And then for me, the only thing that I would ask of you is if you are not using drip jobs, I would love for you to try out drip jobs. You can automate so many things in your business. It's going to take such a load off of your back. It's going to professionalize your business. It's going to help customers see that you are above the curve when it comes to their estimating process. And more importantly, you'd be supporting me, which if you got any value from this, it would help me tremendously. If you signed up for a free trial, I would love to work with you one-on-one -on -one or someone from my team. We'll teach you how to use it. And then you could be the judge on if it's a benefit to your business. So head over to dripjobs.com and check out that for a free trial today. Eric will have to do this again. Hey, hey, thanks so much for checking out the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Stick around. I am going to drop in a short testimonial uh, that one of our awesome heavy hitters in Drip Jobs uh, had agreed to give out for us. So if you want to hear a little bit about how Drip Jobs is helping contractors, stick around uh, for the end of this episode and you can listen in. Real quick, what's going on, everyone? I'm here with Randy Smith, DuraPro. You may have heard of him if you listen to the podcast. He is someone that did a business breakthrough with me and is also a Drip Jobs user. 
I'm just going to start off, man. You know, you're doing this for me um, and Drip Jobs, of course. I just want to know raw thoughts about what the software's done for you. It, are you a fan? Um, do you hate it? Uh, what, what, do you, <laughs> what are your thoughts? Yeah, man, I, I absolutely love it. Um, definitely what I was looking for in a software and a CRM, like before Drip Jobs, I had, I, c- I couldn't even tell you how many different like softwares I was trying to use and manage to accomplish the same thing. Um, and it was just a headache. And then yeah. now oh, just having the all-in-one is a big thing. And then from there, my, I mean, my favorite thing is really, I feel like it's just taking my sales process, you know, to the next level. Um, and as far as, you know, communication, the biggest thing is like the speed of communication. Yeah. Um, customers love, I mean, nowadays with Amazon and everything, yeah. like everyone wants things now. They're used um, to it. Yeah. So like, yeah. For example, yesterday I had, you know, someone fill out, see my Facebook ad, they filled out the request and it was at like 4.30 PM and I was leaving the job site and they, they said today worked. So it was like scheduled for 6 PM, drove over there and showed up. Mm, so it's that like quick. Yeah. Within an hour, you know, they've got an estimate in their hand on the spot. Um, That's powerful. So yeah, it's definitely taking the sales process to the next level, yeah. which is big. And, and I love the, the customer portal. Like it's just super professional and, you know, you can throw all the details in there. It looks really nice. Um, being able to present it on the iPad. Um, are you, so are you selling on the spot? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, man. I, I love yes. selling on the spot. I think it just. You're getting people to squiggle on the, on the, with their finger on the iPad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it just makes your close rate go up, you know, having just drip jobs alone with, um, the ease, like the, how easy it is for them to sign with you, right? Mm-hmm. You got the iPad out, they can see everything. Um, they can put their credit card info, um, yeah. which is, which is big. So that, that's probably my favorite part is just, you know, it gives me that confidence that I know, I feel like we're the most professional company um, compared crazy. to the competitors and you can yeah. kind of sell your jobs for more. Um, you go in, you go into estimates, you know, with a different mindset, like knowing that, Hey, we're, we're going to be the best company or option for our target market. Um, and you just have that confidence. And, um, so that's one of my favorite parts of it. Um, then on the other end too, just, I love how I'm building up a pipeline. Um, and I'm not missing any leads. So obviously like, we're all busy with contractors, phones blowing up. It's sometimes it's tough to, to not miss leads, but with, with this, you know, everything's goes right into drip jobs into those cold leads. I don't have to worry about missing them and they're getting those follow-ups. And it kind of is helping me prepare for, you know, the downturn because, you know, right now it's like, Oh, everything's booming, you know, phones are ringing, but I know that that doesn't always last forever. So being able to prepare, um, have that pipeline of leads building up so when you are yeah. slow you can reference it yeah exactly have you used the blast feature yet i have not yet but it's a good that's- feature dude every time i hit that blast feature i get something you know yeah. and and for those that are listening or watching that don't know what that is what, what he's referring to in terms of the pipeline is like you can have you have a pipeline of every person that you've given a proposal to or every new lead that has come through that maybe hasn't converted to an estimate. And all you got to do is hit one button and you can send out a message to just those people. 
So you can imagine if you have a hundred people that you have given proposals to that haven't told you yes or no, or haven't opted out of communication, right? You can just blast them a message saying, Hey, just reach it out today. We can give you 250 bucks off your proposal. And every time I've done that, I've gotten at least two or three jobs. So I use it sparingly, of course, when you need it, but it's just good to be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome, that, but I'll have to. That's huge. I love, uh, I love what you said, man, because there's an interesting thing about what you said in terms of, um, well, number one, selling on the spot, right? Creating an experience. But, you know, dude, when, when I made this, it was out of frustration, right? Great things come out of frustration because I know, like, you got to have the full circle from the initial intake to the final goodbye. So um, in terms of what your customers, like, how are they responding to the drips? Because some people tell me, well, I don't want to follow up too much. Like, I think it's annoying or, you know, automated. People think it's a robot. Like, what is some of the feedback you've been getting in terms of, like, the responses people have when they get a drip email and it's, like, two weeks later or whatever? Yeah, I've, I've gotten only good feedback from it, really. I mean, I'm sure it's annoyed a few people that, you know, ended up not being our customer anyways. Right. So it's like, hey, you, you're never going to make anyone, everyone happy. Right. Um, but overall, I think people appreciate um, the communication, like in the trades in general, I've, have gotten a rap for, you know, not answering the phone, not getting back to people. So I think being able to showcase, hey, we've got a system in place where, you know, we're organized, we're on top of it, um, and we're communicating with you, you know, from the second you reach out to us all the way to wrapping up the job. Um, so I've, I've gotten good feedback from it for sure. Love it. That's huge, man. That's huge. So last question, bro. And again, thank you so much for your time. If you could let someone know who's on the fence, you know, and usually everyone's on the fence when it comes to new software, because everyone promises that it's going to solve their problem. You know, can you give them a piece of advice? Yeah. I, I mean, for me, it's a no brainer. Like it is, has saved me shaved hours of workload off my week. Um, I guarantee that it's made me close way more jobs. Um, yeah. I feel way more organized, more professional. Yeah. It's just, especially at the price point, it's like, yeah. I mean, I would, I would spend a thousand dollars a month on it. You know, it's like, watch it. it yeah, I know. I, <laughs> no, I appreciate the honesty, but no, I, I just have a lot of yeah. good things to say Thank about you, it. And, um, yeah. You and know, for you to take out. time out of your day, bro, it means the world, you know? Yeah. You get a little gift, a little gift bag, but it's like, dude, your time's valuable. It shows that you really care. It shows that we've done a good job as a company, giving you something that you rely on where you cannot think about what's going on in your business. You trust us. And we take that so seriously, man. So thank you, bro. You're killing it. Um, me and you just discussed a business breakthrough. So if you guys want to go back and listen to Randy, what was it like five, six months ago? It was quite a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. Had yeah. To be, um, yep. Yeah. How's business going? Good. Yeah. It's going, going great. Sounds good. Sure. Sounds good, man. Well, I look forward to chatting with you, brother. Thank you for your time. Get back to doing what you do best and uh, we'll see you soon. All right. Sounds good.